Welcome to another great episode of Healthy Happy Fit. I'm your host, Alicia Kane. We're talking all things health, fitness, and personal growth. No matter where you are in your journey, we're here to grow and flourish together in a well-balanced, healthy, happy, fit life by enhancing our perspectives on self-improvement. So if you're like me and you're on your self-improvement game, keep listening because I have some good stuff coming your way. Today, we're going to be diving into the topics of meditation, mindfulness, and being centered. Throughout many years of my life, I've had different practices to center myself, connect with my body and mind, and tap into my subconscious. Meditation and journaling paired with a yoga practice have helped me tune into myself, honor myself, and feel more at peace. Recently, I took part in a 21-day group meditation with guided meditations by Deepak Chopra, daily affirmations around the theme of recognizing abundance, and a daily task, mostly journal prompts. Committing to this practice each morning made a world of a difference in my attitude throughout the day. Beginning the day by connecting with myself and recognizing the beauty and abundance around me filled me with positive energy, gratitude, and motivation that I carried with me all day. My guest today participated in this 21-day practice with me, and I'm bringing her on because I believe that she really embodies a mindful, nourishing, peaceful spirit. Johnelle Pollock describes herself as a nourisher of the mind, body, and soul. She is the executive chef at a macro-based meal prep kitchen, a blogger writing on ideas and practices like meditation, cedar medicine, journaling, embracing insecurity, and other helpful wellness topics. Johnelle has many years of experience teaching yoga, practicing meditation and mindfulness, and helping others to connect with themselves. It is my pleasure to introduce Johnelle Pollock. Hi, I'm Janelle, and yeah, I I guess I would consider myself a nurturer, a nourisher. I've been recently uh, cooking. I'm the head chef, the executive chef and kitchen manager at this uh, little business called Time Management, and it's a meal prep delivery service. So just like cook up a bunch of macro-based meals and deliver those to people. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's like what I'm doing for work right now. And um, yeah, on the side, just writing and getting a little bit of word out there about things that I'm you know, passionate about, uh, like altars and meditation and mindfulness and practices and yoga. Where did you learn all of those skills and practices? Ooh, well, I think that I, I first learned about meditation when I was 19, I think, and I was having a lot of trouble sleeping. I, ha- I was having insomnia and looked up online things to help. And one of the things that says meditation and uh, my roommate slash best friend, Virginia, her boyfriend at the time was a meditator. And so he, you know, sat me down and taught me you know his practice of it and it was pretty much just a mindfulness meditation uh, paying attention to the breath and then noticing whatever was coming up so that was my my first introduction to it and then I got into yoga a couple years later and fell in love with that immediately went to teacher training a few years after that started teaching yoga and teaching meditation and um, also playing singing bowls so did that for a few years I guess particularly with meditation you know people might just picture someone sitting 
cross-legged with their eyes closed and that's all they know about meditation. But there's so many different ways to meditate and or be mindful. Can you describe some of the different ways that you have found to do either of those things? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of maybe one of the easiest ways, I think, to at least have an introduction to it is uh, following guided meditations, having a teacher uh, lead you through it and, you know, reminding you to constantly bring your attention back to your breath or whatever you're focusing on. Maybe you're focusing on a mantra, which is kind of like can be an affirmation, just something that you're repeating over and over again. Um, like Deepak Chopra's style of meditation. And, you know, I think for me, I, I find it most practical to do more of a mindfulness meditation. So just paying attention to the breath, paying attention to sensations in my body, emotions coming up, noting wherever I am in that moment, being okay with that. I think that a lot of these practices that I've been diving into and cultivating have all really just been a way to become more present, a way to just be more here. Yeah, those are some techniques. I, I am sitting here right next to my altar, having a little space carved out where I have some things that are really precious to me and my bowls and uh, smudge sticks using sweet grass and cedar and palo santo and sage and burning that to clear the energy and yeah having a little ritual just around that I think is also a favorite way that I meditate that's not necessarily sitting still with eyes closed and um, and lastly you know I would say walking meditations I think that that is another favorite for me, just being out, wandering kind of aimlessly and looking around, noticing what's around me, noticing how I'm feeling as I'm moving through space and time. And yeah. So I read your blog post on anxieties and ways to cope with that, including meditation. And I think a lot of people may turn to meditation in times of need or in times of stress. Do you think that it can also be super helpful as a preventative measure, like a daily practice in order to keep you grounded before anxieties or stresses arise? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like if you have a practice of meditation, then when that moment comes up, that trigger or just that anxiety, whatever it is that's coming up in that moment, I think it becomes more of a first instinct to go to a place of okay, remembering my breath, you know, like calming down, becoming aware of what's going on instead of running away with it. And I do think it's a cumulative practice. So I think that the more you do it, um, the easier it becomes. And the more I think you realize that you kind of need it. Mm -hmm. um, How does a daily meditation practice help you throughout your day? I think that... You know, sometimes I resist it and I can tell, like, I'll be more scattered. And um, when I meditate, yeah, I feel more centered. I feel like I'm nurturing myself and coming from a place of wholeness within and a place of focus as well. Definitely helps me move through life without getting, you know, caught up and mind stuff you know I think that monkey mind can take over a lot of the times and 
yeah, I'm more apt to to release that a little bit and be more focused, more centered. Yeah, I feel like um, even with this, the 21 days of meditation practice that we've been doing, like I've done every single meditation, like first thing in the morning, pretty much, except one time I put it off till the night and I could tell the difference in my day. I feel like it makes the world of a difference in my whole day to just sit down in the morning, have 30 minutes to meditate and reflect and then the rest of my day just seems so much more peaceful and like I always set my intention for the day right there and it helps me really know what I have going on in that day and I'm just a lot more calm and also remembering to nurture myself throughout the day. Yeah, that's great. I know. I, I think that this also goes hand in hand with another practice that I think is so beneficial for me is a writing practice every day. And I think when I start my day doing my writing and just, you know, getting out anything that might still be stagnating there from the night before, any dreams, like whatever's coming up, that I'm able to just be in my life a little bit more solidly. Do you usually just do kind of like a stream of consciousness or do you have any like regular prompts or um, topics that you like to reflect on? Yeah, usually I'll just do a stream of consciousness and set a timer, like go for 10 minutes and just write whatever comes up. I think that's really therapeutic for me. Uh, along with like this 21 day meditation, there have been questions and prompts. So like things will come up like that and I'll sit there and write on those and really think about that. And then, yeah, if I'm doing a writing practice with someone else, then definitely having a prompt to write on is fun. And mm-hmm. helpful. Okay. So I also read on your blog about, okay, I'm going to butcher this, but psoas release. Oh, the psoas. Yeah. Yeah, so our psoas muscles connect basically like the pelvis and the groin to the upper half of the ribs. And they're, I mean, they're really deep inside and they're the first muscles that fire in a fight or flight response. So, you know, anytime we're feeling stressed out, like those are kind of the active ones. And I think that a lot of people also, um, just from like sitting so much and not having great posture, like their psoas is already kind of compromised in that way. Um, And yeah, the practice that I wrote about was a psoas release. And so you just take a ball, a tennis ball, and lay your stomach and put it kind of in the crease right to the inside of the hip and pelvis bone and putting pressure on there like usually you can feel all this intensity there and that is kind of the one really solid way to be able to reach the psoas muscle and I think that um, having like this pressure here kind of that um uh, like myofascial release um, can help relieve a lot of tension and, you know, maybe release emotions like fear, um, stress that might be stuck in there. So I'm going to find it right now. <laughs> I'm feeling mine too. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is really interesting too, just the way that our physical body reacts to what's going on in our 
intellectual mind and you know our feelings our emotions our bodies can get so tense and I think that's another um, way that you know yoga can come in and a practice of yoga to just keep your body loose because naturally throughout every day we're going to have little things that stress us and we're going to build up tension that you don't even know like I didn't start doing yoga let's see it's probably like two years ago that I solidly got into yoga and I didn't even notice all the tension in my body until it was better. I can relate to that for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I, when you were talking about that, just bringing up one of the courses, like meditation classes that one of my good friends has been leading. And it's been, it's been a lot about um, like trauma informed yoga and meditation and about how like everything right now, all the stress is uh, affecting our nervous systems and when we're in these like fight or flight states of being just so stressed out constantly how like all of that just accumulates and uh, you know like issues live in our tissues like emotions and experiences and traumas actually get physically lodged inside our bodies and I don't know it's it's kind of amazing to be able to even have the awareness of your body and to know what feels off where you need some movement or some release and a really great practice that she shares and I love is just shaking and it's like therapeutic tremoring and you basically just shake every part of your body that you possibly can the idea being that you're releasing like this trauma response and releasing all of the stuff that you're holding and you know like animals will shake often and they're just like shaking it off getting like back in the moment and I think that you know it's something really simple that we could really benefit from doing on a regular basis you know five minutes every day that's really interesting aside from meditation and yoga what kind of practices of just general mindfulness Um, Any strategies or techniques for people who might be new to the concept of mindfulness? I think, yeah, I think you painted a good picture in the beginning when you were talking about how meditation doesn't just have to be like sitting still, closing the eyes and, quote, emptying the mind, which is not actually what's going on. Um, And I think that that's something that, you know, the seated meditation practice can help you be more mindful in your day-to-day life, but just paying attention, you know, like tuning into your senses, being more sensual and wherever you are, if you're in your home, if you're outside, like just tuning in, like, what do I see right now? What do I hear? What do I smell? What do I taste? What do I feel? And that is, is, mindfulness you know just being aware and focused attention on what is and you know there's like all these parables of like meditating while you're doing the dishes and you know really focusing on scrubbing the soap and washing it and like putting all of your attention on it how that can be a meditation practice so yeah I don't know if I answered the question hopefully no definitely um I think there are a lot of misconceptions around what 
meditation is and some people might look at it and think like oh my gosh this is like a big commitment or I have to do it this certain way or I have to be a spiritual person or I have to have the ability to let go of all thoughts and you know empty my mind but meditation and mindfulness in general can be highly beneficial to people easily. Just simply being aware of the present moment, being in the present moment, and not trying to empty your mind, but set aside thoughts of the past and the future, anything that's going on besides what you are actually doing. And, you know, being, I think, aware of the thoughts and being aware of the thinker of the thoughts what are these? Like, who is this? Who's having these thoughts? And yeah, I just, I think it's, it can be something that can be like play, you know, meditation doesn't have to be so serious and sitting down and strict and rigid. Like it can be really fun. Maybe that's like a better way for people to look at it. Like a kind of a fun practice to bring you more into yourself, bring you more into your body, bring you more into your life. Lastly, do you have any strategies that you can share to help others live a happier life in general? Anything that's helped you that you found throughout your years that just really helps you be happy? Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to honoring yourself and just doing things that bring joy. You know, they can be really simple things like today going out into the woods and walking around and just looking at the ground and all the beauty there. It's being in that state of wonder and wandering is something so simple and something I know brings me so much joy. And like actually giving yourself permission to do those things that make you happy, I think is big. Right. You know, maybe at the core of it, we know like, oh, if I just do this one thing, then then I'll probably feel better. And giving yourself that permission to do those things, whatever it may be. Gratitude, appreciation. I, I definitely feel like that has become a larger theme in my life right now. There's so much to be grateful for. And, right. and like how much actually voicing that or writing that down brings me to a state of of joy and happiness and ease right I think that is so important I used to actually be like I started every morning with journaling just about what I'm grateful for in that day and in that morning and just recognizing them and you know we all feel grateful for things but really being able to cohesify those ideas and those feelings and put them into words whether you're sharing it with just yourself by journaling or expressing it to those that you're grateful for or close people in your life, just expressing that gratitude. I think that really releases the happy chemicals in our brain and puts our lives into perspective a little bit so that we're not focusing on the bad things. Yeah, definitely. If anyone wants to learn a little bit more about Wild Alter or John L. Pollock, where can they find you? Yeah, they can find uh, me at wildalter.blog, and I'm on Instagram as well. Yeah, so my website's pretty new, but there will be more material there very soon. That's awesome. Okay, well, I appreciate all of your words and your thoughts so much, and I appreciate you um, for coming onto the show. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Thanks for having me. 
Bringing mindfulness and meditation into my life has helped me in more ways than I even thought when I first started. If you are new to the concept of mindfulness and meditation and don't really know where to start, I just put a blog post up on my website going over different techniques and different styles of meditation, which can really help you figure out what practice is going to work for you. Mindfulness and meditation is definitely not a practice that is one size fits all. It is going to look different for everyone and benefit everyone in different ways. So check out my blog at thehealthyhappyfitlife.com if you want some more info. Thank you so much for tuning in to another awesome episode of Healthy Happy Fit. I am so happy to have brought this topic to you guys because it is something that has truly impacted my life so much. If there are any topics that you want covered, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is A-L-I-C-I-A-D-A-W-N. That's Alicia Dawn with a period after the A-L-I. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to another awesome episode of Healthy Happy Fit. Be sure to subscribe, leave me a review. I would appreciate it so much. I will see you guys next week. I'm your host, Alicia Kane.